Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hey guys, what's going on? It is Russ and Jane, and we wanted to come on and do sort of an impromptu Facebook Live for you guys today, because one of the things that we're hearing from uh, our clients and then from just people in our network is that people are showing up nowadays with some very strong stories. So when we say stories, we mean a set of beliefs about what's going on. And because there's so much negativity out there, just kind of in the space and in the world today, they're bringing a lot of negativity to things. Now, one of the things I want to make it clear to you guys right out of the gate is that despite that negativity, our clients at Clients on Demand are still enrolling. So again, you're going to see a lot of people that will tell you things like, hey, you know, in a time like this, you should really be lowering your prices or you should be focusing more on lead gen instead of trying to sell things or whatever. But at Clients on Demand, our philosophy is very different, right? We believe that what we have to sell is truly transformational. And if what you have to sell is truly transformational, then that means that your audience needs you more than ever. So while everyone else is contracting, our clients on demand clients are like crushing it in many cases like never before. So check this out, you guys. Um, this is our uh, one of our one of our Facebook groups here. Um, so right here, Lydia, another new client. So that's her. This is seven minutes ago. So just so you guys know, it's not like we <laughs> curated this or planned this in any way. Seven minutes ago, Lydia got another new client, right? So what's today? Today's April third. That's her second client of the month, and she's got a high ticket offer. Toyin kicked off April with three enrollments in two days. And was her best month ever, I believe. I think she did over six figures in March, even while all this nonsense is going on. Um, let's see what else. Let's see. There's Lydia's post about the first client of the month. Megan, correction, $78,000 in March. I actually surpassed $50,000 in the practice. Jen, uh, one of her new ECs, just got a $9,000 pay in full. So guys, look, for us, this is just another day at the office. And I'm not, I'm not saying this to brag because I know that a lot of people are struggling right now. But what I'm saying is that if there's anybody out there that's telling you, oh, you know, it's this dark time and no one's anything and no one's investing in themselves and no one's investing in their growth, investing in their education, investing in solving problems. Anybody who's telling you that is wrapped up in their own BS story. Mm -hmm. And so that's exactly the kind of story that we want to give you guys the skills to unravel. Because if someone comes to you with that kind of story, whether you're on a, uh, an enrollment conversation with them or even maybe a client you just signed up, then they come to you with all this gloom and doom. You have to be able to empathize with that story enough that you want it. You get where they're coming from. I feel, I feel you, but without getting sucked into that reality. Because if you get sucked into that reality, you can't lead them into something better. Does that make sense? So what Jane and I want to talk about today is the right way to do that because I can say with no ego whatsoever that we're doing a phenomenal job of this at Clients on Demand and our clients are doing a phenomenal job at uh, Clients on Demand because look, man, there's a lot of stuff going on right now, but our clients, our people are expanding. They're not contracting. And I think we've had more clients than I've seen in a long time that had their best month ever in March, even while it seems like things are falling apart. So it's crucial that you guys understand this because this is kind of a big part of our secret sauce that we're going to be that we're going to be talking about today. 
Is that my pause, my cue to talk? <laughs> no. I will just pause dramatically, and then you you pop in there. In. And fit, yeah, no, let the let I me mean, let the pause like sit for a second. Yeah. You know, like let it like sizzle for a minute, and and then you then you. Yeah, kind of like coaching when someone's telling you their story. <laughs> <laughs> and that ties right into what we were going to talk about today, right? Just. Mm, just let it let it sit there for a minute. No, this is uh, such a great conversation to be having because oftentimes people that are have businesses that are meant to impact other people's lives, to change the world, to make a difference. Most of you, if that's what you're all about, that's what your business is about, your identity is going to be consistent with that, right? Your identity says, I am a caring person. Your identity says, I am compassionate. My, your identity says that you're going to be kind to people. Your identity says that, um, that, that you want to have people feel better. So oftentimes those really great qualities about who you are and why you do what you do can also be the thing that stands in the way from you creating real change with your clients. Because what happens is in the effort to be loving and compassionate and kind, you can be enrolled in someone else's story of suffering as opposed to having compassion and understanding on why they feel the way they do given their present circumstance or what's happening around them. But soon as you're getting enrolled or you are enrolled or you've bought into that this is their life, their life has to be this way because of their circumstance, now you can't help. Because now they've given you evidence. Hey, my life is this way. And because my life is this way, I can't, I can't enroll in your program. I can't change how I feel about my mom. I can't have a great relationship. I can't have the health that I want. You don't understand all of these things have happened in my life. Therefore, I can't. And as the compassionate, loving, kind person, you go, oh my gosh, look at all the things that this person has been through. I totally understand why they feel that way, right? And you have to, in order to be a powerful coach, a powerful stand for someone, is be able to look at that from a psychology perspective, be able to step back and, go, step back and say, yes, I understand why you're running your emotional state the way that you're running it. I understand why you think you can't have the life that you want given where you've come from, but I don't agree that it always has to be that way. And you have to come from that stance of understanding it. You see the psychology behind it. You see why they do what they do, why they feel the way they feel, but stepping back and going, okay, so now what do I do? How do I help them change that perspective so that you change also your internal dialogue that I'm loving them more. I'm kinder more. I'm a bigger stand for more for them without having to believe that their life always has to be that way. So then how do you do that? moment like let's say for example that when you're confronted with somebody so so first of all i think people understand this idea guys but if you don't understand the idea the idea is you've got people that are coming to you and they've got this whole laundry list of why they can't get what they want these are my problems this is why i'm stuck this is why i can't move forward blah 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 and what the coronavirus situation has done is it in many ways it kind of strengthened some of those some of those negative stories because now maybe they just had those negative stories for themselves but now they can go online and they can see some of those negative stories being like enforced 
reinforced rather by society, by the media, by whatever. And so it's just kind of giving them a little bit more strength. And then you, as the coach, as the leader, you have a vision for who they could be if they were just willing to let go of some of those excuses and let go of some of those stories. You know, you have a program that's transformational. You see the kind of results that you get for your clients. And you've got this very strong story of like, hey, you know what? I get what you're going through, but there's a better way. You know, I get what you're going through. I get where you've been. I get you've tried everything and nothing has worked. I get all those things. There's a better way. If you're willing to let some of those stories go and take the plunge and step up, I know that we can change your life. And so what happens is when you're in a phone call or whatever, a meeting or whatever it might be with a potential client or with an actual client, they're coming to the meeting with all their big set of stories. And you're coming to the meeting with your set of stories about how, how much better things could be. And what happens is those two stories kind of smash into each other a little bit. And the stronger story absorbs the weaker story. So in other words, if they're more invested in why they can't have what they want, the work against me, whatever it is, if they're more invested in that, then you are invested in, in how amazing their life could be and who they could be if they just stepped up, then their, their, their weaker story is going to consume your, your bigger story. And guess what? That client is just going to get deeper into that negative story and they're never going to create the change. Does that make sense? But the flip side of that coin is that if you believe more strongly in their potential and who they could be in this, if you can see that life that you want to help them create, and that knowledge inside of you is bigger than those stories of negativity inside of, they're going to get sucked into that reality. And then, the, then you're going to be able to bring them into a place where they can actually create some real change in their life. So, so it's really critical that you guys understand that because if, if you're not enrolling clients and, or, or you've got clients and, and you know, they come to you with excuses and, and you're just kind of unable to sort of get them through it, this is a big part of the reason why. So one of the things we talk about on our enrollment conversations all the time is the hero and the villain. So when we're teaching sales or when we're teaching what we call enrollments, we don't even call it sales, but, but when we're teaching those things, we talk about the difference between speaking to someone's hero and speaking to someone's villain. So inside of all of us, we have both of those things. We have a superhero and we have a supervillain. And the superhero is, is that force inside of you that is propelling you forward, propelling you to create change, propelling you to be more than you could be, propelling you to take that risk, start that business, go to the gym, any of these things that are good for you, right? Any of these things that involve risk, that are scary, that are uncomfortable, but that's what's going to make your life better. That's the superhero. And the superhero is trying to pull you in that direction. But we also inside of us have a supervillain. A supervillain is that voice that says, I'm not enough. I can't do it. Uh, it's never going to happen for me. Okay, well, yeah, Russ Rafino can build a great business, but I can't. Or maybe Russ's clients can build an amazing business, but I can't. Whatever that, that voice of self-sabotage is. And so when you speak to your clients, it's very important that you speak to them as though you're speaking to their superhero instead of to their supervillain. So instead of saying, you know, hey, you're, 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 you're such a terrible person, or why can't you do this, or making them wrong in some way. You speak to that part of their psychology that wants them to be better in a minute, man. You know, you just got done telling me that you want to build this twenty or $30,000 a month business because you want to create a better life for your children. Are you, were you serious when you said that? Because I know that you've got the potential to do that. And when you're speaking to someone's superhero, it's like it, it, it removes so much resistance because they, they, they have that sense of who they want to be. And when you speak to them as that identity, it makes it so much easier for people to come with you. Does that make sense? It's a very kind of delicate concept that we're trying to explain here. But if you understand this, and this is something we really do a lot of work with on our, for our clients in terms of their marketing and their sales and everything else. If you understand this, 
you're going to be much better able to lead people where they need to go, whether that's your team or your family or your clients or whomever it is. But if you don't understand this, people, you're just going to get sucked right into people's, people's negative stories and you're, you're never going to be able to lead them out of it. Is that a long enough good pause? That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. So, you know, in coaching, one of the things uh, going along the same line of hero and villain is whenever I am working with someone, my I'm always tuned in to that person's greatness, that person's mm -hmm. strengths, that person's gifts. And I notice it in everything they say. Meaning, even if they're communicating upset or suffering or some kind of downward spiral emotion, I look for the intent behind that communication. I look for the intent behind that upset. And how you can call forth the hero is acknowledge the intent behind the suffering and acknowledge the intent of, of behind wanting to solve a problem, acknowledge the intent as, that they want to move through any kind of challenge. And when you acknowledge the intent, what comes forth from the intent is some kind of cool hero quality. Mm. And so when you acknowledge that intent, that unfolds of, listen, I really want to acknowledge you. It's obvious to me that you're trying to da, 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 because, and give them real, authentic acknowledgement of the qualities of who they are, what their values are, and what they're trying to do. And if you can powerfully call that out and acknowledge it from truth, they see that you get them because you do in that moment and they have access to step, to step back into their hero. So if you really want to be a stand for your clients, you have to have the ability to listen for the intent, to listen for what, you know, any, any kind of goal, there's an intent behind that. There's something they're trying to, to accomplish. There's this hero that's just waiting to unfold. So being a stand for your client means having that ability to really powerfully call that out in them. So let's, 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 let's explore that just for a second, JJ. So let's say that I'm a client and I'm talking to you and the program could be about whatever. Let's just say you've got a marriage program or something. And, uh, and, I, and I come to you and I'm like, listen, you know, I know I signed up for this program. I'm two weeks in. The program is great. Don't get me wrong. But with all this coronavirus stuff going on, um, I, I don't know. I think I need to I think I need to just back out or take a pause, uh, you know, and I'd, and, I'd, and I'd love to have a refund. It's nothing. Not that you did anything wrong. It's just we're, we're kind of struggling, freaking out right now. My wife's freaking out. I'm freaking out. And uh, I really would love to be back. So if I come to you with something like that, what is the, the, the positive intention inside of that? Well, I think that there's more to the conversation than that little blip. Well, of course, but I'm just saying, I like, like, what might it be? Yeah, if all I have is just that little, that little blip is I can acknowledge, listen, I really want to acknowledge that what you're really trying to do is create some certainty and security for your family right now. And I totally acknowledge that that's where you're coming from. So again, you're just acknowledging the intent first. And once that intent, and you know, as long as what I get back from you is in alignment with that, because sometimes I'll throw something out there and it's okay. Every once in a while, I'm a miss. Not usually. Never, never, never. <laughs> but, and, I'm, and I'm not attached to it. Mm -mm. But 
know, if that was the thing, right? If I can understand the needs that they're trying to meet behind that conversation, we can get on the same side of the street and we can walk together. And then we can unravel and figure out what's going on. But if we make it just be about um, money or, hey, it's not you or it's all whatever, then none of that's going to work. I have to understand right what they're, where they're at. What the intent there is, is to create some security and create some certainty in what's going on in the world. And they're trying to reclaim that by making a change in, 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 you know, in doing your program or not doing your program. So as long as we can get to the outcome they're really trying to achieve and get alignment on that. Now we can have a conversation about how you can achieve that same outcome and stay on the path to what they really, really wanted to begin with. Because they really wanted to begin with is they wanted some more certainty and connection. If this is a relationship, they wanted certainty that their marriage is going to last. They wanted certainty that they're going to be together for their children. They wanted more comfort in their home and they wanted to experience more connection. So if you can kind of see that they're trying to meet both of those needs, whether they're in the program or the original reason they, they, start, they joined your program or why they're saying they have to leave your program now. So what mm. you have to do is kind of come back and integrate those those two things and start to look at how they can meet that same need with their bigger dream, which was to have this amazing relationship. Right. And how can they meet that need for certainty and security without giving up on their dream of fixing their marriage? That's right. Because at the end of the day, if I if I drop out of your program and I don't fix my marriage, that's not going to create the certainty and security that I want anyway. No, it's just it's a, a quick little Usually, yeah, it's a quick little mandate. Like right now, I'm looking for comfort in the moment, right? So, like leaving a program is comfort in the moment. Like it's a it's a state change for that minute, and it's not typically lasting. So for it's it's like in that moment, hey, I feel good. I'm gonna go have a glass of wine. That's comfort in the moment. But it's not really long-term comfort if, hey, what my outcome is, is I really want to be be more healthy. And so, but in that moment, I feel uncomfortable. I grab the, the wine and I settle for immediate comfort instead of going for the bigger comfort and certainty, which is what I want. Let's just say health and health and vitality. So it's this difference in between having a quick fix, like a quick, a, a quick jolt of something and being able to have something that, that really shifts your life and is sustainable, you know, is yeah. where you really want to go long-term. So part of this guys, so first of all, I want to just take this apart a little bit. That response is so different than what people are going to get most places, right? Because if someone like, and really just kind of put yourself in this situation for a second, right? You had a client, they enrolled, you're super excited to have them there. If your client's on a, you know, they enrolled at a premium price, they're in. And then, you know, then a week or two later, because of all the stuff that's going on, they come to you and they, and they want to back out. Most people would respond really defensively or they would judge or they would find a way to make that person wrong. Like, wait a minute, what are you doing? You're, gonna, you're just going to back out on your, on your dream? You're just going to, you know. And, <laughs> yeah, like, like you just, you just, you know, they'd lose it, right? And, and of course, that defensive reaction is going to make the other person defensive as well. And now, now you're in all this. But what Jane said is to take a look and say, okay, well, why are they really doing this? What is the positive intention behind this? Because for everything we do, there's a positive intention. Maybe we're going about it in a way that's not really great, but there's always a positive intention. So if you can identify what that is and then speak to them on that level, now you can find another way for them to meet that emotional need without sabotaging their dream. 
so, so just think about that for a second, because what she said, guys, is really powerful. And I want to make sure you understand the, 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 that dealing with a confrontation in that way is so much more powerful than if you're all wrapped up in your own stuff and you, you can't, you can't identify that positive intention or if you go, you judge them or, or you make them wrong or any of those things. And then the second piece that makes this work is that in this example, Jane understands her own value. She understands what it means if they back out of her program. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if, it's, if it's a marriage program and, and you're a marriage expert and you can save people's marriages, then you know damn well that if I join your program and I back out, I ain't saving my marriage. It's not going to work, right? It's not going to just get better by itself. And that's true stuff, nutrition stuff. It's true with business stuff. Generally speaking, if someone's business is failing, they don't just suddenly figure it out, like out of the blue with no help, no advice. You know, if someone's been out of shape their whole life, they don't just wake up one day and start eating perfectly and exercising and everything works great. It's just that's not the way life goes. So Jane knows that if that's, in this example, that if this person backs out of her program, that marriage is done. And that doesn't serve the client either. So to make this work, to coach your clients effectively, you have to be totally grounded in your own value, in the, your own program, in the value of working with you. Because you understand the results you get are transformational. Now, I understand that if you guys are just getting started, you may not have that kind of confidence in yourself quite yet. But one of the things we do with our people at Clients on a Mint is we help them develop that. You know, or maybe you've got a program that you're selling for hundred bucks or 200 bucks. And when people sign up, guess what? They're not that committed. Well, the reason they're not that committed is because they only invested hundred or 200 bucks to work with you. But if they were investing in 5,000 or 10,000 or 15,000, now you're cooking. Now you've got some leverage. Now they're going to show up coachable and they're actually going to do. So guys, if you need to step into your own value, then definitely reach out to talk to us because that's one of the things that we help our clients do all the time. In fact, I would say it's the biggest and the first thing we help our clients do all the time is step into that, that understanding of their own value. So JJ, like this is huge because I see you do this with our clients and I see you do this with the people on our team where, where you are constantly calling forth their greatness and you're constantly challenging them to be better than they were yesterday. And, and I, I really think it's a big part of of, of what makes you such a phenomenal coach because it's, you just, you can't argue with that because I know you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know when I'm being weak, I know when I'm, when I'm letting the super villain take over. And if you call forth that greatness in me deep down, I know you're right. I might not want to admit that to myself. I might not be, you know, cause you are right. Admit it to me <laughs> that I'm right. right. <laughs> exactly. No, I wouldn't admit it to you, but, um, but, but yeah. And I, and I, like, that is just such a, such a powerful thing. And, 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 and when we see it, it, so the main thing we want you guys to understand is that whether you're on an enrollment call or whether you're on, you know, coaching a client or something, and they come to you with some kind of story, oh, well, no one's buying anything right now, or oh, this isn't the right time, or this or that or the other thing, you have to be so grounded in your own value, and you have to be so grounded in your belief in who your client could be that you take a stand for their greatness in a way that no one else in their life has. You guys have to appreciate how rare this is. Most of us go through life without any challenging us in a positive way. Most of us go through life without anybody really believing in us and saying, yeah, you know what? You can do it. So if you can hold that space for your clients and you can be that person where you're not going to get sucked into their story of negativity, but you're going to challenge them to show up stronger and better and more powerful, you're going to have a coaching business that is just, that, that's unbelievable, you know? And if you get your marketing dialed in and your strategy dialed in, it's just going to take off like a rocket because when people come to you, they're really going to get results, incredible results. And, and that's the rarest thing in this business, unfortunately. Yeah. One thing I'd love to add to that is 
the emotional state that you bring to your clients or your potential clients in an enrollment conversation, it really, really matters. So whenever I'm coaching, there's not really room for me. And here's what I mean by that. If you're entering in a conversation with someone having kind of, you know, any, just even the example you gave, any, any kind of doubt or fear, like maybe I shouldn't be doing this program right now or um, this isn't the right timing, giving all of this going on. If what's happening in my head is how does this affect me? How is this going to affect um, the my program? How is this going to affect my bank account? How is this going to affect, you know, and, and, it, and what ha- starts to happen is this fear starts to well up inside of you about how this affects me. You can't powerfully coach them because right now your own emotional state started to contract and you started to get smaller. And right now you're trying to be with this other person but really you're having a conversation going on in your head about yourself and how that makes you feel. And when the conversation becomes about you and how you feel in the face of what they're telling you, you can't service them. You can't be of service to someone else when in your mind you're shrinking inside because you don't know the right thing to say, or you're not sure how this affects your bank account. And oh my gosh, that's one other person scared in my program. What am I doing wrong? And all that conversation is completely about you. Now, there are times you want to evaluate those things. There might be times after you get off the phone, you go, oh goodness, I've had three people that are having some concerns in my program right now. Uh, How do I mitigate that? What can I notice about that? What patterns can I see? So there's times you step back and, you know, what we say, you touch the problem and you start to, to create solutions. But the moment where you're in conversation and you're being for someone else, whether it's a client, somebody on your team, a friend, a loved one, whatever, the conversation cannot be here. Mm -hmm. And you have to be so in your emotional powerhouse states that, and, and, you know, how I think of it, I don't even think I'm talking. Like, I just literally feel like it's this like, channeling you. Yeah. Like this download of information. And, and obviously it's coming from some, you know, my ability to see patterns or this or that, but, but I don't, it it doesn't feel like I'm thinking about what I'm going to say. And then I'm going to say it. It's just kind of, it's just in flow because my emotional state is in flow with the solution. Mm Mm-hmm. So whenever there's a moment where, and there is moments, there's moments when I'm coaching where I go, like, there's this little, like, what, <laughs> you know, what, you, you know, there, there can be those moments, but right there, right then and there. And, and Mark teases me all of the time, just because that's who he is for me in my life. But he teases me in that he can see me if, I, if we're together and we're coaching or I'm coaching from, from stage where it's literally like this boom, boom, where I literally just jump right back into my center and go. Mm. It's a conditioned emotional state where I believe that I am resourceful. You know, that belief that I've conditioned throughout time is anyone, anywhere, anytime, bring it. And that is so that I can be fully resourceful and only from a resourceful state can I help someone else. If I'm going into my own contraction, I cannot help you to move forward. It just won't happen. 
so that's why so much of the time we're talking about you doing your own work to create your own muscle, your own mental fortitude, your own emotional your toughness and strength. Because if you don't have that grounded, if you're not practicing that, it's going to be really hard when you add a dynamic of another person that you're trying to coach or family members you're trying to support. It's just, you shake, you shake. So you have to really condition that mental toughness, that emotional state really firm. Guys, and that's another reason why it's so important to have your business processes dialed in. Because if you haven't spoken to a potential client in like months, and now all of a sudden you get somebody that reaches out to work with you, yeah, it's really tough to take your attention off of yourself and put it onto that person because your income, your future depends on enrolling that particular client because you ain't got anybody else in the pipeline. But when you have a strong pipeline where there's 5, 10, 15 people a day reaching out to work with you, then you can kind of forget all about it and you can just put your focus right on serving that person because you know that if that person doesn't enroll for whatever reason and you can't get them past their doubt, you can't get them past their fear or whatever it might be, you know that you've got five other people waiting to talk to you tomorrow or the next day or the day after that. So it's so important to have this process is dialed in so that you're not operating from a place of scarcity because you know that anytime you want, you can run some ads and get a new client or five or 10 or whatever. And that's the kind of certainty that we really want you to have in your business, guys. So if you want that kind of certainty, then I want you to reach out to talk to us. Go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to us. Demand for what we're doing at COD is bigger now more than ever. We had 54 people, 54 reach out yesterday to, to, to book a call with us. So have that many spaces to talk to people because the calendar is just out of control right now with so many people wanting to take their business online. But look, you've been listening to us and you know damn well that if you're not getting the clients you want and you don't have this kind of security and certainty in your business, like the clients I showed you at the beginning of this conversation, then you need to do something about it. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call because even so many people in the coaching space or in the marketing space or the sales space, all these different people that are trying to help people grow their businesses, like they're shrinking. They're, they're either shutting down their ads, they're, they're turning off funnels. They're saying, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turtle up for a little while and just ride this thing out and, and, and hope that my savings don't run out. That's not what's happening here. That's not what's happening with us. That's not what's happening with our clients either. I just want to say one thing. I don't know if you saw this. No. Um, Doran. Just, oh, yeah. He's getting calls booked right now for $6.93. $6. It's crazy. Like, like everyone is at home. Everyone is online. Everyone is sitting there going, how can I make my life better? So guys, listen, please don't believe into the nonsense. I don't care. Never work with us. Or if you're like, oh, these guys suck or whatever. I don't care. But definitely don't listen to anybody that's telling you that the proper response in this situation is to like stop advertising, shut down your marketing. Don't try to sell anything. It's nonsense because people need us now more than ever. You know, look, we're not, there's a huge difference and you guys can see it in this business, okay? You guys see the same ads I see, you guys see the same marketing I see right there in your Facebook group. And I think deep down, you can tell the difference between the people that are just trying to sell something and make some cash and the people that are really out there working to change lives. And while the people that are just trying to sell stuff, they're contracting, the people that are trying to change lives are expanding like never before because everyone is aware that they could have a better marriage, they could have a better business, they could have a better body, they could be in better shape. Whatever that problem is that you solve, people need it solved now more than ever. So look, I believe that you were put here for a reason. You were put here to change lives. You were put here to make a huge difference in the lives of your clients. 
But if they can't find you because your market isn't dialed in, then you can't make that difference. And the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. You've got the talent. You've got the skill. We just got to put you in front of the right people in the right way, the right message so that you can get the right clients at the right price. And the, the first step to making that happen is to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and to book that appointment to speak to us. Long pause. Long pause. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good long pause. Let me see. One person, a couple of questions I want to address right now. So Jody said, now is the time to expand and raise your standard for living, not lower it. Yeah, Jody's one of our clients. She's absolutely crushing it. She said they need an oak tree to stand tall outside their storm, which is fantastic. Um, let's see. Mike said the hero villain framework is great for exploring people's superhero origin story. Everybody has struggles, but they can overcome them. And we have potential for both failure and success. We have a choice. Absolutely. Michelle asked a really great question. What do you do when they agree with you that they have the potential to be that superhero, but they can't find the money in your program? Well, so first of all, Michelle, this is a bigger conversation, but I want to address this question because I think it's a good one. Um, most of the time when someone tells you I can't afford it, that is not strictly speaking true. JJ, have you ever lied to someone and been like, oh, that's too expensive? This is so bad. <laughs> Yes. And so have you. So don't you laugh oh, at me. No, I, I was going to tell my story too. But you had the one where you're like, oh, I got to ask my husband. I, like you pulled that excuse out too. Any one of you know me, you know, I don't ask permission to do anything like, <laughs> ever. It's just not what I do. It's not the relationship that I have with my husband. And, and, and he's cool with that too. So, you know, it, it really works for us. But I think I was, by, I was, we just moved into this house here in Nashville and I was you know, buying some new furniture and uh, it, it was time to, you know, buy the couch. And I literally could not believe what came out of my mouth is, you know, I think I'm going to, I'm going to go talk to my husband about it first and make sure it's okay. And, or, 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 and I think, actually, I think Alfonso was there. Like, we're going to go talk about it first to make sure, you know, make sure it's okay. And, or Alfonso overheard me or something. He's like, Seriously, Jane, you have never asked me permission for anything in our entire life. But it was so easy for me to say that and use yeah. that to buy or dispense. Like it was just like, oh, little old me, wifey poo, I'm going to go ask my husband. Yeah, never, never. I died laughing when she told me that story, guys. And look, I did the same thing. Like last year, I was going to, I was working, um, talking to this fitness coach and a really fantastic fitness coach, amazing guy. And he was like, blah, 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 blah. You know, we'll work together for three months and the investment is $6,000. And I literally, like I specialize in helping people make high ticket sales, okay? Like our, our business is doing tens of millions of dollars a year in revenue, okay? I literally was like, ooh, $6,000. Man, that's a lot. I don't know. <laughs> and it had nothing to do with being able to afford it. It was that I was like, do I really want to start a... No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was like, do I really want to start a fitness program right now? Do I really want to work out every day? Do I really want to do this? So I, that's real, first of all, because I would bet you 60% of the time, it's not. You know, they may not physically have the money in their bank account at this second, but they have a credit card they never used, you know, or they could go to their husband and get it or their wife or get it or, or, or their parents or whomever. But it's surprising what people will find resources for when they're really, really committed to yes. that problem. And so, yes, there are sometimes circumstances where people say they can't find the money to do that. 
But if you just decided, if you just chose to take on the belief that people will find the resources to do anything that they're really, really committed to, then that really gives you the permission to go in and uncover, really dig deep and make sure that client really understands, number one, the big, big problem, the big thing that's preventing them from having everything that they want. And they claim that, like they say, this is the problem. They know this is the problem. They know this is the consequence of not fixing the problem. And better yet, they know that you know it. Mm -hmm. You're both entering and you don't even move forward until you both have that, that said agreement to each other that this is a problem. This is why I'm no longer willing to live this way. And once you have that real strong commitment to wanting to solve the problem, people will get very resourceful. Yeah. And so even if they physically, well, so what happens, one of two things will happen. Either they, they do have the money to invest right now and they're just kind of using that, the price thing as an, as an obstacle, which in which case you can get through that, doing what Jane just talked about, uh, and then they will enroll. Or if they physically do not have the funds right now, they just can't, they can't, they literally can't make the investment right now. They're going to walk away from that conversation with you more committed than they've ever been in their life to fixing this problem. And you'll be surprised how many people call you back a week later, two weeks later and said, I put the money together or they'll at least put down a deposit to work with you to kind of hold their spot. And then they'll go forth and, and, and be resourceful and get the, get the rest of the investment together. So, so it's, it's actually a pretty rare circumstance that somebody makes it all the way through your funnel where they've, you know, registered to watch a webinar. They signed up, they, they, they showed up, they watched the webinar, they applied, they booked an appointment, they got on the phone with you, all these things, and they just don't have the funds to invest. That's pretty rare. So let's see if there's any other questions we wanted to address because that was a really good one. No, I think that's it. Cool, guys. Um, Jason said, thank God I found you guys when I did. If I had to reinvest with you today, it's a no-brainer. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate that, man. All right. Well, look, we love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. And um, go back and watch this a couple times because it the distinction that Jane gave, it's it's one of those like things where when you first hear it, when I first heard it, I was like, yeah, yeah, Jane, whatever. <laughs> but then, <laughs> but then when I really thought about it, I realized how absolutely brilliant it was. And when I see it in action, it's a big part of how we're able to create results for people because we constantly are speaking to their superhero and investing in our belief in who they could be. Maybe today they're showing up weak. They're showing up scared. They're showing up tired. They've been beaten down but I see the potential in them and Jane sees the potential in them. And if you come to work with us, we're going to see the potential in you and we're going to do everything we need to do to get you to live into that superhero identity. Cause guess what? That's where the results are. Mm. So guys, if you want to book an appointment to talk to us, go to clientsonamand.com forward slash call. And we'd love to speak with you. Hope you guys are all staying safe. Don't go outside. Don't go out. Stay with your kids, stay with your family, minimize trips outside. And I think this will be over sooner rather than later. Have a great I love day. you guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. A brand new episode will be released every Wednesday, so be sure to click subscribe. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash C-A-L-L and book an appointment to speak with our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging, whether that's $5,000, $10,000, $15,000 or more. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. 
and number three, the exact strategy that you should be using to reach them. Remember, building an incredible coaching business or professional services company does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped clients from all over the world scale their businesses to six or seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. So to see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon.